Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Ogilski. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to anyone who might be new. Welcome for the first time. Very happy, as always, to be recording for you today. I have been getting ready for my family to visit next weekend. So prior to recording this, I scrubbed bathrooms for hours. But, you know, it's <laughs> it shouldn't... Well, I'm not shitting on myself. Why did it take hours, Lisa? Because I don't keep it up. That's why. <laughs> I had let the bathrooms run away with me and I wanted to scrub them before my my mom came and really that's actually for my partner not me because my mom has lived with me and she knows that I'm very messy but my partner doesn't want my mother to think that he is messy (laughs) so I cleaned I cleaned for them and I'm I'm happy with that choice to do that for them it was it was not a problem it's it's funny though my partner he's always like I don't believe that you have OCD because <laughs> you're so messy. I'm like, well, that's not how my OCD works. There are different kinds. I'm not one of the ones that has to have all of my stuff clean. I am more worried about other people's germs contaminating my area. So, my germs, I'm pretty good with those guys. We hang out, we're good. Anyway, so I've been cleaning today and getting ready for that and super excited also to record for you guys today and try to get a few episodes in so that I don't have to record while my family's here. So that's what I'm up to. I hope that you're having a great day as well. And today we are going to talk about living in the past So that will be fun for everyone, I'm sure. But I did want to say before I got started that I had thought of this really good example the other day about the power of the mind because I tend to be a little bit clumsy. But I drink a lot of water and I have this giant water bottle and sometimes I still have to refill it even though it's a really big water bottle or sometimes I use cups. But anyways, I have seen the power of my mind many times if I go to pick up my cup or my water bottle and I believe it to be full but it's not (laughs) so my brain is like hey you need this much effort to lift this big giant water bottle but then it's not that full and I end up throwing water all over my face this happens frequently so that that's fun that's a fun thing about me but it's a good example you know if in my mind I believe that that water bottle is going to be heavy so I I give it a little extra muscle and it's not heavy (laughs) so it, it comes flying into my face okay so digging into today's actual topic living in the past you may have heard or you might know that you know one of the ways to be present to be you know, to enjoy life, but also to manage anxiety is to be in the present moment. And so when we're in our heads or when we're living in our heads in the past or the future, then we're not present in the moment 
we're not able to see what's actually happening and, you know, experience that and enjoy it as it is and as it unfolds. Instead, we're living in our mind where we're generally creating all kinds of anxiety with our thoughts, right? So today I was going to talk about the past component of it. And the two things that really tend to you know, cause negative feelings or thoughts about the past are regrets, you know, and judgment of of something that maybe we've done in the past. And then also the thought that the past was better than the present. And so I I do also want to say that, you know, obviously thinking about the past in a way that's positive and makes you feel good is is not like oh stop it live in the present (laughs) like you can you know remember the past fondly you can learn from the past you know there are benefits to having some thoughts about the past I'm not I'm definitely not saying never think about it but when you have thoughts that are causing you pain and suffering in the present then there's something to address there so the first one that I'm going to talk about is regret or when we're judging something that we've done in the past. You know, a lot of times we have something that has happened in the past that we wish that we had done differently, or even we might think that we did something wrong. And so we carry that, we tend to carry that around and not forgive ourselves and not show ourselves compassion to, you know, understand that we did the best that we could at the time, you know, with the brains we had in the situation that we were in, you know, even if we can look at it now and judge it and pick it apart, kind of Monday morning quarterback it, that doesn't mean that something went wrong and that something shouldn't have happened the way it did. It happened the only way it could have because that's how it happened and it's done. (laughs) So it, it, could not have gone any other way everyone involved in the situation had the the minds they had at the time they didn't said the things they did and that is how it unfolded and that is it it is over there is no other way for it to be (laughs) so that little piece can help accepting and not shooting on the past the past should have been different well again that's one of those examples that we've talked about before of arguing with reality it was what it was and now it's done so there's nothing else that it should be because it can't be it's impossible for it to be anything else (laughs) it is you know we can think about it in different ways of course but you know what happened happened and it's in the past and the only place that it still exists is in your mind you're not more able to stop the fall of rome or redo what happened there, for example, than you are maybe six months ago when you lied to your best friend and you feel horrible about that. Maybe that's something that happened in your past. (laughs) I don't know. You can't change that any more than you can change, you know, ancient history. It's all done. It's all over. Even if you lied to her yesterday, it's done. You know, and not saying in that example, right, you can't learn from that and say, you know, let me look at this. What were the thoughts that led me to do that? How can I change those thoughts so that in the future I don't make that same decision, right? So that's positive. You're learning from that, you know, that that shows that you do actually feel like, oh, I did something there that I don't want to do again. But beating yourself up 
carrying it with you, right? I'm this horrible person, you know, or maybe now you feel like the friendship's imbalanced and your friend should be allowed to do certain things that you wouldn't like to balance it out, you know, whatever you might be thinking that's now made you feel anxiety or made the relationship be a source of stress to you. Even if it's just thoughts like, you know, I'm a horrible friend. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this friendship. You know, you might pull away. Any kind of thoughts or feelings that are leading you to feel horrible, causing actions, right, that aren't helping the friendship. In this example, you know, if the friendship or relationship is important to you, then, you know, withdrawing or beating yourself up and feeling miserable and feeling unworthy is not really going to make you show up and be a part of the relationship, a healthy, positive part of it moving forward. So these kind of thoughts carrying this guilt and trying to, you know, punish yourself for it is actually not doing anything. And your pain and suffering doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't make the other person feel any better. You know, if they know what happened, you know, they might not. You know, we've talked about this before a, a bit with forgiving other people someone else hurting doesn't make you hurt less or more. A lot of times we think that, right? If someone wrongs us, we're like, well, if they really knew what I felt like, that would make me feel better. But it doesn't. It just would maybe allow you to have a different thought about the situation. I mean, think about it. If they did have thoughts and feelings, your friend or your partner, whoever you lied to about it and were upset, So your thought then is, well, if I'm upset and if I feel horrible about it too, that's going to make it better. What? (laughs) Right? That doesn't change how they think about it. It doesn't make them less upset about it. It doesn't help the relationship, right? So, you know, as far as showing remorse, as we talked about earlier, just looking at it and being like, okay, I would like to have handled that differently. Why did I do that? What were the thoughts that caused it? How can I change that? You know, that shows remorse in a positive way. Like, okay, I'm not going to do that again. I'm taking steps. I'm making changes because I want to change this, this type of behavior. That shows that you care. That's my optional thought. But just beating yourself up and just feeling miserable about it doesn't really, it doesn't change what happened. It doesn't mean the future is going to be better, right? And we've talked about that before in other situations. When we beat ourselves up and we make ourselves feel powerless, there's something wrong with us and we can't do better. We can't do different. It doesn't motivate us to do better. It doesn't motivate us to change. So, you know, no matter what it is that you've done, beating yourself up, carrying this weight around with you and having thoughts, you know, about it that make you feel that way, that doesn't help the other person in any way. You, you have your thoughts and feelings and they have theirs and you can't alleviate their pain by trying to cause yourself pain. <laughs> we all do it at some point, especially those of us who, who feel and struggle with thoughts of not being good enough or not being worthy when an opportunity comes up to really dig in on that, to have our brain confirm those beliefs. We want to do that. Forgiving yourself and letting that go you know, understanding that it's in the past and it's over with and you're carrying it around, letting it go in that way. And, you know, if you do 
feel that you would like to behave differently if that situation or a similar situation were to occur again, you know, you can look at the thoughts that led to it and make change. And that would also be positive if that's something that you want to do. So allowing yourself compassion and looking to understand your actions, if you would like to change them, those are positive things. And that's going to help you release that and not carry that around with you, you know, forgiving yourself so that you're actually able to be in the present moment with whatever, you know, in this example, relationship you have now, you know, even if it was some action that ended a relationship, you might have to work through thoughts and feelings about the end of that relationship as well. That's a whole nother topic. But, you know, beating yourself up for the action that you think caused it, which is also just a thought, right? Because any number of things could have happened after that action, but what happened happened. It still doesn't mean that it caused it. It doesn't mean that that thought's helpful either. But looking at it like, hey, I can grow, I can learn from this, I can use this in the future, and people make mistakes, people do things that they later wish that they had done differently, it happens, right? Have that compassion, that connection with your common humanity, like everyone has been there. and you are not broken, you're not a horrible person. That's another thing that we like to carry around with with us. We like to collect these proofs and evidence for our brain that we're just this horrible person. But that's just a confirmation bias. You're overlooking all the wonderful things about you, all the good things about you, and sticking to what you believe, which is that you're a horrible person. So if you believe that about yourself, that's not going to motivate you to act differently either. It's just going to lead you more actions that you're going to have that same thought about. So letting that go, letting those judgments and making this one action, or even if it was a series of events, determine your worth and your value and whether or not you fall into the good or bad person category. Like that's a lot. That's a lot to put on this small part of your life, this event that could be a one-time event or, like I said, even if it was something that transpired over a period of you know, weeks or months, you know, you're still putting your whole persona on that one event and carrying that around with you. And that's a lot. And that's really, really painful. And like I said, you know, we've all been there. So connect with, with that common humanity and, you know, forgive yourself and accept that it happened the way it happened. Everyone did what they did with the minds they had at that time, and now it's over. So carrying it with you and carrying that suffering on is not benefiting you. It's just keeping you from living your life, enjoying your life, being present, and also keeping you from having that in the present and being able to show up the way you want to now and enjoy it. And it's just blocking you from that. And it's blocking you from your life. So it's very important to look at any situations that you are struggling with in your life to forgive yourself, to move on from, or that you're carrying around as a judgment on your person. And another important way to see that, even if it may not be something that's very painful for you, I know a lot of times we can we can carry around these thoughts about the past and we look at it and this was something that 
I had to work through with my coach as a weak area. I was having issues with committing in a particular area of my life. And she's like, you commit all the time. Like, you're all about commitment. <laughs> and I was like, what? I'm like, yeah, you, you, you do it with this. You commit to this and you did it. You know, we went through all the times that I had, you know, been committed to certain things and carried them through. And so I was like, yeah, I know, but I'm just, I'm just really weak in this area. And then, of course, my coach, because she's brilliant, was quiet and let me sit with that. Like, oh, how is that thought serving me? Right? I'm not going to show up and commit in that area if I get to carry around this belief that I'm weak in that area. I had built up a personality trait for myself that I was having tension with. I, I didn't want to be that way, but I believed that I was that way. And so I was confirming it and continuing it. So if you have something, you know, from your past as well, you know, especially if it was something maybe that happened multiple times so that you've built it into this, well, that's who I am. That's something I struggle with. You know, I'm always going to be that way. That's always going to be hard for me. Those are just thoughts. None of that is true. You can change those thoughts. You can look at the thoughts that are causing those actions in that area and you can change those thoughts and you can change all of it you don't have to of course but if it's causing you pain or like in in my situation there I was having tension because I was wanting to make these commitments in this area but I was not able to because I was believing that I was weak in that area so defining yourself by these painful events in your past carrying around this weight because you feel that you are a horrible person or that you need to punish yourself in order to gain absolution or forgiveness for it. These are, you know, not helpful thoughts and not helpful mindsets to have about the past. And it just creates a situation where we're carrying this weight with us that's keeping us from living in the present moment and enjoying it. And that went a bit long, so I'm not going to talk about this the other way that we live in the past, which is by believing that the past was somehow better than the present. I will do that in the next episode. We'll have a part two. But if you are struggling in some area of your life where you're like, this is weak for me, I'm always failing at this, I'm bad at this, or there's something that you're carrying around as a weight with you like regret and pain over something that you did in the past, you know, work on this, looking at how those thoughts are not serving you and the actions that you can take to change those thoughts and release yourself from the past that you're just carrying with you in your mind so that you can actually live in the present, enjoy the present, and if you want, have different actions and different results in the present, which is the only moment that you have. The past is over. The future's not here yet. So don't give up your present and enjoying it and having the feelings that you want to have, which would probably not be anxiety and regrets and feeling like a horrible person. Don't let those things exist in your present moment from the past when you have the choice and you have tools available to make the present different because of how you're thinking about the past and if that is something that you're struggling with and you're like oh but you don't know what I did you don't know 
how, who I am, you know, how many times I've failed, how many times I've been through this. I am here for you. I don't know that situation yet. True. But we can talk about it. But I do know what I've been through and I do know what my other clients have been through. And you're not going to shock me or surprise me. And we can figure out the thoughts that are causing it and pull those apart for you and change them to thoughts that are going to serve you and going to give you freedom, self-compassion, and acceptance so that you can move forward and live in your present moment without carrying that with you anymore. So if that is something you're struggling with, please reach out. There's a link in the show notes for a connection call so we can talk about working together and how I can help you with that. And I challenge you all to go out today and live in the present moment. Be aware of what's going on. Be in your body. Feel, smell, taste, see, and hear. And when the anxiety comes, if it's about the past or even if it's about the present or if it's about the future, remember, practice that awareness and bring yourself back into the present moment and into what is actually happening and enjoy it because it's the only moment that you have. All right, I'll talk to you again soon. Mm -hmm.